Welcome back to Up to Date with Reese and Kate. In this podcast, we talk about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. We hope you all had a good week and are staying safe and healthy, and we hope that this episode just brightens your day up, so let's just get right into it. Okay, so to start our, this episode off, our fact for this week is that you humans get a deeper sleep on a hammock than on a traditional bed. So this was an experiment by a few Swiss scientists. I'm not sure when this happened, but they found that the rocking motion from a hammock leads to um, a deeper and longer sleep. So there's a stage of your sleep called REM, and it's when it's I think it's the deepest part of your sleep. And they found that the swaying motion of the hammock really increased the amount of your REM sleep and the quality. And also it's much easier to fall asleep. I think that's really cool, and I personally actually enjoy sleeping in hammocks better than beds, and some of you can even get, like, those actual hammock beds that are really cool, but... Yeah, those things are so fun. Like, um, because we're on the topic of sleep, I think it's really weird that in last, or two generations ago, they were saving the world by going out and fighting for their country, but now in this generation, um... People are saving the world just by staying home and sleeping and doing um, just not going out, which is really weird to me. Just that big change. Yeah, that's like totally like such a different idea of being kind of like a hero. Mm -hmm. It's just so different. Yeah, because even in this, Um, um, even in the Queen's Address, which she gave, which is what our quote is from, she said, like, thank you to all of you who are helping to um, keep everyone safe by staying home. And it's just so weird to me. But that goes right into our quote, which is um, from the Queen's address. It was the fifth address of her reign that she has made um, in her reign. And her reign has been very long, so it's, and she's only made five. But our quote is, We should take comfort that while we have still more still to endure, better days will return when we will be with our friends again. We will be with our families again. We will meet again. And that quote just gives hope and comfort to everyone who heard that address um and we know that the queen can't know the future but that is what our hope is and we know that it is in god's hands um but if you didn't hear the queen's address we'll leave a link for it below and it was you should just go listen to it because it was really good and really comforting yeah and i think it gave a lot of comfort not only to the people of great britain who that dress was specifically made towards but just also like Kate said to everyone who listened to it to people all over the globe I think it was just quite comforting and inspiring to know um that she was staying calm throughout this whole pandemic yeah and while we're talking about Britain there is the big news recently about Boris Johnson um do you want to tell us about that Reese yeah okay so Boris Johnson I think last week was discovered to have COVID-19 And I think he, at the beginning, had pretty mild symptoms, but his symptoms have gradually gotten worse and worse. And today it was announced that he has been moved into the ICU, the intensive care unit. And this is just a huge announcement because only people who go into the ICU are usually like very, very sick. So this is just really it's really sad first of all and it's also quite frightening just for people all over the world who look up to him it's just a really big thing and it's 
it's just really sad. And especially because he was just so recently put into office, if he did end up dying from this, that would be really big for Britain. And also it would be really sad because you can't have any funerals or anything. Um, so that would be really sad. But it's also, this is, it's just really important for people to stay home to stop the spread of this. Because for even for people who don't have corona but have really life-threatening illnesses and are in hospitals, um, and they could be on their death deathbeds, but still their families cannot go visit them before they die, which is really, really heartbreaking. Um, so just yeah, stay home for everybody. The world, like it's not, it's not just for stuff, and it's not just someone you know. This is really a huge. This is why it's called a global pandemic, and it's just really sad. Yeah, but um, then on the other side of the, well, not really the other side of the globe, but in Europe, um, in Spain, they just put into place a universal basic income, which for those of you that don't know, is when everybody in Spain gets paid um, at least one amount. So kind of um, like minimum wage. So I don't really think that this is the best idea just because um, it can give people like, so people don't think working is mandatory. And it's also, which is kind of unfair because then there's the people who work a lot and they, but then other people who might not work hardly at all, but they still are both getting paid. So I don't really, I don't think it's the best idea. What do you think? Well, are the people who are still, are currently working, are they also getting the money? Um, I don't know in Spain, but I think I think that they want to put that in place so everyone does get that. I think that's what they're planning to do. Yeah, I kind of, in parts, agree with Kate. I feel like some people who aren't really um, actually working are getting just free money. But on the other hand, this is really, these are really unprecedented times. And a lot of people have been laid off their jobs, Um have been, yeah, losing their jobs, losing a ton of money, have been unable to pay rent for their mortgage payment. And a lot of people just really depend on this money and really need this money in times like this. So I think for the most part, the pros outweigh the cons in this situation. Yeah, but it, even like in this situation, it is good. I know in Canada, they're putting into place, it's um, if you're out of work for 14 days and in 2019, you made over $5,000, for a six-week period, the government of Canada is going to pay you $500 a week, which is good. But then also other countries are trying to put into place universal basic income, not just during corona, but um, like even after corona is over, Just which is kind of almost um, – it's going socialist, which I do not think is very good at all for um, the world. But yeah, so even if it's not, even if it's just for Corona, I don't think it's the best idea because then people could even become dependent on that extra money. And then when it gets taken away, they can suffer effects of that. Yeah, that's definitely a really valid point. But another um, idea is that a lot of countries, this will be so beneficial to certain groups of people, but a lot of countries, especially third world countries, just don't have enough money to be giving out um, tons of cash to everyone. So I think in places like Spain, obviously that's a very um, wealthy country where that they can easily just give out money. 
But in lots of other countries that may need it just as much as Spain, they probably couldn't do that. And they probably couldn't provide universal basic income. Yeah, that is a good point. But um, while we're on the topic of money, in Germany, this is a really sad, tragic story. But the German state finance minister minister just this past week, he um, killed himself in, because they, the government said he was in despair over um, the economic effects that the coronavirus would have. And Germany is known throughout the world for being a country with a very good financial situation. So this just is um, not good at all. And it's also really sad because the finance minister did have two children. I think they were 9 and 12. So it's just a really tragic story to hear. Yeah, this is just really, really sad. And obviously he cared so much about his country and especially, I guess, about their financial financial situation. But that's just really sad that he would do that. And I, just for his family, it's just a really, really sad story. Yeah, especially because they won't be able to have a funeral for him um, because of the gathering, the measures that um, – People are taking, so you can, can't have large gatherings. So it's just a really sad story, but it's also not um, a very good sign because um, of the financial situation that every country is going to be in because of this. And Trump did say recently he, that in the next few weeks, he um, the suicide numbers in America um, will really spike because people are just in so much despair over this, which I think I agree with Trump on that 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 will happen. And I think it's just so sad um, that people are despairing over this, but that's part of the reason that they're also um, leaving cannabis stores open. Yeah. It's just, it's really, it's just really sad that this happens, but for a lot of people, they don't have the social outlet. Um, And I think that is a huge part of why the suicide rates may be spiking because like I said, they don't have the social outlet where they can connect with other people, where they could see a counselor, things like that. They're also, if you live by yourself, just sitting like in your apartment or in your house by yourself all day for the next few weeks or even months. I think it's just kind of inevitable that suicide rates are spiking because people don't really have anyone to be with. And it's just a really big problem all over the world. Yeah, and I know that that was part of the reasoning for leaving, for um, deeming cannabis and marijuana stores, um, deeming them essential, is to prevent against people going into deep depression and committing suicide. But it's still, yeah, I don't think that will accomplish what they wanted fully. And I think that's just so sad. But um, Yeah, and a lot of people just rely on like cannabis stores or um, alcohol stores, places like that. A lot of people rely on that. So if you were to take it away, the suicide rates would definitely spike even more so than they would if you still had them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But then I know so many people are losing their jobs, but then there, I also don't – I see the purpose in that, but then there's people who are – um, still needing jobs and they need to work. So then they're going out and getting jobs other places. So I don't, I see that closing workplaces has effect, but also if people are just going to go out and get jobs elsewhere, I don't think it will have the effect that the government desired. What do you think? Yeah. Well, Kate, you and I, we talked about this earlier. We do have kind of different views on this topic, which is 
honestly pretty rare. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think definitely, yeah, a lot of people are now going to be applying for jobs in other places so then get uh, another source of income. But I feel like definitely not everyone is going to be getting another job. No. And I think for the most part, <clears throat> I don't know, I haven't seen any stats, but I feel like most people probably wouldn't be getting a second job or it'd be almost even. Um, and I feel like it definitely would alleviate a lot of people gathering together in workplaces that are unessential. But I just, like, I feel like it will somewhat accomplish what the government is trying to achieve but definitely not um fully and it a lot of people probably are going to be applying for more jobs in yeah time, which means which means more like community transmission and more transmission in more places and things like that and i know that um People are even staying home from work at places that are deemed essential because they're afraid of giving it or they're at risk or they're afraid of giving it to someone that is at risk or they're afraid of getting it themselves. Um, And so places like Amazon and other places that were deemed essential do need workers. But um, I don't know. I just feel like if they're putting all those workers together, it will spread the virus. And I think the virus will come to it will come eventually. And this is just slowing it down. Um, but yeah, I think it will, that will increase the spread of it. Yeah. But even if this just slows down a bit, that's still a lot of lives that we will be saved. A lot of cases that just won't happen. I think, yeah, like I said earlier, it definitely isn't going to, um, eliminate all workplace transmission, but I think it really will alleviate a lot of it. Yeah, and it will also, the slowing down of it will make it easier on the healthcare system, and it won't be as much as an uh, insane amount of cases all at once. Yeah, and now at essential businesses, a lot of people are working from home now, which definitely is lowering the amount of people in workplaces, which mm-hmm. I think is really good. Yeah, I think that is good. It's um really, I don't want to say convenient, but it is a blessing that this happened at a time when we do have the ability to work from home so much and yeah. to do so many things over technology that has just been a, a big help in this situation. Yes, definitely. So I think that's all we have for this episode um, this week, but I hope you enjoyed this episode. And um, if you would like to email us or contact us, our email will be in the description box. It's recentkateuptodate at gmail.com. And so email us with suggestions or things you want us to talk about or anything. And we're also available on a lot of different listening platforms. If you don't already know, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, just so many different platforms. So um, we hope you share this, our podcast with your friends. We hope you enjoy this episode and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you.